Good day. Welcome to the Travel Companion podcast uh, this week in Sustainable Travel. Special guest today, Courtney Andy Harewood. He's in the studio in Czech. Uh, known Courtney for a long time, and today we will discuss three topics. The uh, first one is Jeff Bezos, second one, Standard Charter, and the last one will be the fact that travelers are lukewarm with regards to sustainable travel action. If you would like to support the podcast, please go to our website, that's podcasts.earth. Um, and then, without further ado, here is the podcast with Courtney Herwood. All right, we're here with Courtney, uh, who we had before talking about uh, Guyana. Hi, Courtney. Hello there, Peter. Pleasure to be back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to have you. It's just a very, very short podcast. We're just talking about the latest news because Jess, Je- Jeff Bezos, have you heard of him? Who's that? Uh, well, I could, I could definitely do with knowing Jeff Bezos. He's my, the richest man in the world, hey? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Richard and the guy from Mexico, the guy who does, uh, what's the telecommunication, what's his name again? I forget his name, but there, there was another guy there in Mexico that did uh, corn, tequila, te, te, you know, chipati, or not chipati. Tequila, so, not tequila. Not tequila, no. um, the sort of corn, corn derivative stuff. Is it? Yeah, that's a long time ago though, but the telecoms guy, I have heard of him as well. Yeah, 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 I don't know what his name is. I, I tried to reach him for the uh, project that we worked on. Sustainable ah. development goals, but I never, ever, ever got through. Of course, now's the time. Yeah, I saw some of something on LinkedIn uh, talking about gender equality. What's that all about? Huh? Well, I think that this is still um, hot topic. Okay, um, it's had a strained history, you know, from um, equal opportunities back in the eighties. But I think that um, um, diversity and inclusion. Yeah, exactly. Th- yeah, you know, I think that's a good topic to. To have a look at how the society is functioning. All right. Not well, only f- why is that? Why is that interesting to you? Well, you know, for the for the Caribbean community, after the um, the, the evictions back to, to Jamaica, did I say that term evictions? <laughs> <laughs> it raises questions about how diversity and inclusion has actually e- evolved right. since since the uh, would I say the late fifties? Right. And, and what it has meant to that community. But I think just broadly speaking, you know, how does society actually functions? Okay. Who actually yeah. gets access to instruments to create wealth? Mm-hmm. Uh, what opportunities exist at the front end? What's the outcomes? Right. These are big questions. A lot of people are talking about it, and obviously... Yeah. Know, yeah. I think it's still a big topic. It's still worth having a look at and gives you an idea of, um, you know, how the human society, the, 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 the people are really living. Uh, fair enough. You want to change that, do you? I'd like to change my situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be included. You like to be included. A little bit Hence more. the inclusion. Ah. Ah. <laughs> okay, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos, uh, Amazon, ten billion dollars, which is roughly seven point seven billion pounds. Seems like quite a lot of money, actually. Yeah. And he said he's going to fight climate change. And there's a number of articles. BBC we have here. We have New York Times. We have um, Wired Magazine. They all have their opinion about this. And uh, BBC says, well, how do you even spend $10 billion? Do you have any idea how to spend $10 billion? Wow. I have a big list of things to do. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's 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 interesting the way... Um, you know, I'm not a social scientist. Um, I'm, from a moment in time, I was a historian. Ah, things you learn about yours truly. I've learned something today. <laughs> but certainly the way societies have evolved after the Second World War, uh-huh. um, there has been a trend 
that money has, um, how can I put it, has moved dramatically into a very small space percentage-wise, and of which, you know, rich people, Jeff Bezos occupies one of those chairs. Yeah. So uh, I think in terms of if there's going to be a change, a real fundamental change and a, and a progressive change, did I say progressive? You did say that, yeah. This Trumpian age? I don't know. Trumpian age, that's a new <laughs> one as well. I have to look that up. I have to Google that one. There we go. <laughs> um, if there's going to be, well, let's put it this way. If there's going to be a progression to another kind of society mm-hmm. where the adverse of effects, if these adverse effects in the, in the climate, aspects of the climate, mm-hmm. are going to be changed, the resources of that one percent, where the resources have gone in the last seventy years, they, they obviously are going to play a part. Yeah, you know, it's not obviously be... Bill Gates is doing a lot of good things with his money, isn't it? Absolutely, I think yeah. he has a part to play. Eradicating smallpox, Absolutely. trying to do the same with polio. Yeah, you know, and he's doing it all his own way as well. He's not relying on other organizations to yep. do so, is he? Yeah, I think that's, you know, if you have an idea and you think you can make it make a difference. And, you know, a functioning and economically functioning community, you know, is what you need in order to change things. Yeah. So Bezos is, uh, is it how many millions? 10 million? 10 billion. 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 Oh Not million. Billion. See, I was like st- Austin Powers. Gazillion. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was stuck in that movie. <laughs> 10 billion. No, yeah. That's not small change. No, it's not bad, eh? Um, Even though, according to Wired magazine, mm-hmm. it is only 8% of his net worth at the moment. It's not, it's not that much. He's only giving away 8% of what he, what he owns. Well, well you uh, know, it's a few sweeties to me too, but no, no, uh, joking aside, um, 10 billion, I mean, it's a start. It's good, isn't it? It's a start. Yeah, and, I think it's a good sign. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if, if, if the, the other 1 percenters have views... Progressive views. Did I say progressive? You did say uh, yeah. I did say progressive. But if the other, the, if the other one percenters worldwide uh-huh. have views which are geared towards changing any negative impacts human activities made on the planet, um, I think it's worth looking at. And you know, we, you and I, have talked about this. We could, we we could. Put some of that ten billion to some good use. Uh, we can indeed. We yeah. can indeed. Actually, there's a lot of people who think that. Uh, there's a lot of experts who say, "Well, you should really spend your money like this." For according to BBC, there's uh, an expert in environmental economics, uh, Elizabeth and uh, Elizabeth Rob- Robinson from the University of okay. Reading. Right, right, right. Yeah, she suggests the money could be spent. Could is the word here? Could be spent on persuading governments to stop funding fossil fuels, which obviously provide carbon dioxide and warm the planet. Do you think that someone like Jeff Bezos should listen to other people, or he should do his own thing, just like? Um, Bill Gates is doing uh, with his funds and is actually making a massive difference. Do you think he should listen to everyone that has an opinion or just do his own thing? Jeff Bezos clearly has strong ideas of his own. He does. Um, I can't imagine that you could go from, uh, I'm not sure if you went from zero to, to uh, 100 billion or whatever yours. He did too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had, a good, he had strong ideas then. Yeah. Um, I think there's nothing wrong in Putting your money where your mouth is? Is that still an English phrase? I have no clue. I'm not English. <laughs> we'll let you through the door. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope I can stay, man. <laughs> no, but he's got strong ideas. And I think there's nothing wrong in listening. But at, at some point, you've got to act. You he know? does. you got to act. And, he um, does. He does. But some people say, New York Times, I don't know if it's very negative or not, but 
basically you say that the Amazon employees were very agitated on climate change and they pressed Amazon to be more aggressive in its climate goals and they were staging walkouts. They were talking publicly about what the company was not doing and they almost make a suggestion that Bezos did something because the pressure that was put onto him. Either way, it doesn't really matter as long as mm. he does something, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, he is responding to the general agitation in, in the global populations that there is something happening yeah. in, in on the cli- in the climate um, and on the planet that is not necessarily going to be good for our children and our grandchildren. Yeah. How old is he? My children? No. Bezos. Bezos. Oh, I think he's in better shape than I am. He must be at least in his 50s. 50s, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Be, yeah, he's be. not got no hair or nothing, eh? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm joining him soon with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's 8% of his net worth, and uh, Wired magazine says there should be uh, some money put into space-based solar power. I like that one. Yeah? Yeah, I think that um, um, all the earthbound technologies... Um, have some problems in that you know for example with um even with fossil let's look let's have a look at talk about fossil which mm-hmm. is uh, probably not one of the things that they're suggesting no. but if you had i remember since the 70s and i'm that old now but uh, since the 70s um it's a long time ago it's, it's long enough yeah <laughs> um they were talking about clean coal then and i remember you know coming to england from the Caribbean and seeing some very dirty buildings from the coal that was being burned in this country. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've Where? cleaned in London. Oh, everywhere, everywhere in England. What? When uh, was seventies? Um, I came in early seventies, and I, I remembered buildings were literally black with soot. Soot. This, you know the offshoot for, of burning coal. Really. The dust and the. I remember when I came here first time, around the same time, actually, end oh. of end of the seventies, I think. Right. And I was coming from the tube, and you know, I was here with my mom and my brothers. Yeah. And in the evening, my feet were like black. And yeah. I was wearing shoes. I'm like, come on, what's going on? Yeah, it was. It's a very dirty atmosphere in those days, and there was a certain smell you got off the coal. And but they went through this period where they were talking about clean coal then. Yeah. And that made a big, big difference. Then they, they transitioned to um, to gas, which I guess made a bigger difference, and they cleaned the buildings up and so on. Um, but I think that if coal can be made clean without um, impacting, I don't know if it is possible, but if it can be made cleaner still, then it too can play a part. There's so much coal around, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a lot of a lot of countries, if you're going to monetize the whole idea of uh, changing the energy systems, that's money. And there's a lot of countries that can't afford every system that comes at them. Mm-hmm. You know, so the space-based systems are nice. I've heard about it. You know, the fact that you can, you know, capture so much energy. How do you um, get it back to Earth then? I think you beam it down. Beam it down, um, like like Scotty. Like beam Scotty, me, beam, me, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, beam it down. But how? What? What impact will the beaming down have? You know, will I have be, no clue. Don't walk in the middle. I would. Don't say. walk in the middle of that beam. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Then they talk about enhanced uh, geothermal energy. I have no clue what that love, means. Love geothermal, the idea of it. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. What is it? Well, it's it's getting close to the um, the heat of the, the, the heated water coming out of the Earth's surface. Ah, okay. And there are a number of hot zones worldwide. Um, I remember the... I, in fact... I is did there some, one in Guyana by any chance? Oh, my gosh. You know, you're talking about the heart of the matter. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, I think up the island chains where there's, there's actually, I, I remember speaking to a volcanologist in, the, in Trinidad, and she said that it was possible to place these in these um, geothermal systems yep. up the island chain. Right. And that could become a saleable product, you know, to, to energize the north, the Americans, rather than simply, uh, yeah, fossil fuels wow. as in oil and gas. Wow. Um, and they haven't done that yet? It, doesn't, it hasn't happened because the, the Caribbean economies are structured a certain way where that kind of investment doesn't happen quickly. Right. But the thing is, the island chain is a volcanic line. Uh-huh. That, that's a fact. It's the same thing with Hawaii. Yeah, you think about Hawaii. I mean, it's you think about volcanoes. You think about volcanoes, yeah. and, and not just not just hip lines moving in rhythmic, no, pulsating no, just moments. No flowers and uh, no. okay. No, there's, there's, there are certain areas that really there's a natural line where you can tap into that natural energy. Right. It hasn't happened. Why it hasn't happened? It costs money, I suppose. It costs money. A lot of money. Yeah. Before you get money. it back, I suppose. Right. Yeah. 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 And maybe the systems haven't evolved to enhance products yet. Okay. They talk about nuclear reactors, small modular nuclear reactors. That doesn't sound right. That sounds when I think they say that, I think about Chernobyl. You know, uh, it depends if it's fusion or fissile. I, I think. Ah, you got me. Well, I think fusion is the bombardment of the molecule right. to create the energy, right. which seems to be the clean option, right? In terms of uh, fallout materials, right? Um. Fissile, I think, is the one where you have well, that we have currently, um, which has all of the discharges and the Chernobyl effect. If things go wrong, doesn't sound right to me that one. Yeah, but they could, they could, uh, they could have smaller packages. Right. At the moment, we have that's these. what they're saying. Small modular. Yeah, and then you can link it together. I think or something like that. Right. And so you get, you get like a chain explosion at a certain point, as opposed to one big one. Um, something like that. I, I don't understand the technology fully. I'm waiting to learn. <laughs> But I think you can link you can link the energy system so that you'd have I, I think of it purely like um you know, linking light switches. Right. So so each can feed into the next and so on. And you could have smaller packages. You don't have to have a you know, a big substation at the bottom of your garden, like for example. All right. All right. And then there's a uh, hydrogen production, sustainable hydrogen. Well, I've been waiting for this one almost for 10 years. They have projects all over the world. Even in yeah. the Congo, they have this massive uh, project going on. Still hasn't materialized. Uh, no, there's not enough fuel to function as a solution for, let's say, cars. Mm. I, I think I've seen um, gas-converted cars in Trinidad. Have you? Yes, I have. I've, in fact, I've ridden Converted into what? Well, instead of um, oil uh, or petrol, uh, they, they roll on gas. Right. And, you know, very effective. And the guys said once they've converted the car, it's, they save a lot of money. Right. Um, it doesn't seem to be any better for the environment, huh? Should gas? It? Is well, it? it's, it's... Gas a, is better? Gas is cleaner. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, a big, that was a big change in the 70s, as I noticed. Yeah. You know, you had um, the coal. There was coal everywhere. We had coal in the backyard in my house. Right. You're lucky you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Had a certain charm about it, but th- yeah. th- that scraping... Of, it explains out- a lot as well, eh? <laughs> <laughs> scraping out that, that coal in the morning and and fine and going out in that uh, sub, sub-zero temperature <laughs> with my pajamas on, you know. No, no, no. Let's not go back to that. Right. Um, but the thing is, the nice thing is that they've got... Um, they're thinking about so many different types of systems. Right. Which is nice. Yeah, which is nice. And they say that even if there's a small fraction of the funds, which is called the Earth Fund from Jeff Bezos, uh, uh. is put into these uh, technologies, 
it would dramatically accelerate the uh, deployment. And uh, But what they say as well, and this is the negative part of it again, if Bezos really wants to start climate change, his own company might be the best place to start because it pumps 44 million tons of carbon into the air each year from its delivery vehicles, data yes. centers, and uh, other indirect sources. So yes. far more than Microsoft, far more than Google, and far more than, than Apple. But I believe that he also just made like a purchase of, uh, I don't know how many vehicles that are like electrical trucks. Uh -huh. uh, so that's already a good start as well, isn't it? That's a good start. He's thinking yeah. about it. I think, yeah, I mean, we, uh, as you know, I, I had the opportunity to go to, to Stockholm. Yeah. To the Microsoft, the new Microsoft European office there. Yeah. Was it nice? Oh, it was very good. It was, was it very sustainable? Uh, very sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, they really were thinking about how to, to even interact the staff and to reduce their carbon footprint. There was a lot of good things about that building. And it, right in the center of the city, right. which was interesting as well. And all the Nordic countries are going that way, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, that was a great... They're really pushing great, it uh, that way. Great project to see in, in, in you know, as it was uh, uh, in, in use and uh, particularly where they can go with that in terms of advising other companies what they can achieve as well by going this route. Right. Inspiring. Yeah, yeah. Very inspiring. Mm. So what Bezos is doing and thinking about the vehicles he's using, his own footprint for the buildings he has, storing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, that contributed to that. Um, could only be good. Could only be good. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah. non-negative there. Yeah. Then uh, other one here, Standard Chartered. Do you know that company? Oh, I know them well. I've been <laughs> tapping at the door of Standard Chartered. For many, many for years. For many right? years, uh, yes. No, they committed uh, 75 billion. Ah. US dollars towards sustainable development goals. Um, that doesn't mean actually giving that money away to other organizations or actually going to do something uh, good with it directly, but they're providing project financing services for infrastructure uh, that promotes sustainable development and they're providing as well uh, 35 billion for project financing services, advisory and debt structuring for renewables and clean tech projects, obviously to make uh, a profit out of that at a certain sure. point, which is not a bad thing, no, because no. that's the only way actually I think personally it will go forward if people actually make money from being more responsible. I'm sure you agree. I do agree. I think that, um, you know, my little bit of history that I can tap into right now, you know, if you look at what was happening with horse and cart, or the horse-drawn carriage in the late 19th century with all that... Uh, it's before my time. So. Uh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> you look very good, though, if you were... Cheers, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, things change. You know, new technologies come in, uh, new problems and new solutions come in, of course. But mm. um, um, first, we, we don't have as much horse shit on the streets as we used to. That's one thing. It smells good. It smells good. Um, um but I think that in terms of the new technologies, the fact that they are looking to actively invest and to make profits and to encourage investment in those areas, fantastic. All good. Yeah. Yeah, so nothing wrong. I'm sure that every similar company is doing the same thing because it seems to be the right area as well to, to make some profit as well at this, yeah. Uh, yeah. At this stage. But it's uh, certainly good that they make a commitment with regards to yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. A series of commitments, I think it is even uh, according to the uh, group head of uh, corporate affairs, brand and marketing. That is Tracy McDermott. He said we made a series of commitments which are all geared towards supporting the Paris Agreement on climate change and mm -hmm. transition to a cleaner, greener and fairer economy. You can't argue with any of that. I mean, any kind of commitment that has all of those 
um, all of those commitment items in, on, on the board is is welcomed. Cool. You know, so. Then they say talk is cheap. Uh, travelers are lukewarm on sustainable travel. This is uh, from Focus Wire. Uh, they did a, uh, a survey. A lot of people care about it. Uh, they really want to, to say they really want to pay for it and they really want to... Um, you know, offset their emissions, but it comes down to the nitty gritty, they actually don't do it. That makes sense as well, doesn't it? It does. Um, I think, though, there is an observation I have to make. Um, I just recently flew back from Trinidad after visiting my children down there. Yep, in Guyana. Uh, Guyana and Trinidad. I, yeah. I, I was born in Guyana, and uh, but I have an apartment in Trinidad. Mm. And I can actually say that the, the actual mode of transport hasn't changed. What in, you fly basically? I fly, yeah, yeah. and um, I'm well, there's no train to Trinidad, is there? <laughs> I was actually considering taking a taking a, a, a boat. You a can boat. take a boat, yeah. yeah you can yeah. take a boat. Take it like two weeks or something. Or? Uh, there's nothing it would like, be nice, though, wouldn't it? It would be nice. It would be nice. But yeah. I mean, how? What difference will that make? Um, well, two weeks. <laughs> I said I've been crushed for about ten hours. <laughs> total stretch. No, no, no. Um, I, I think that you know. I've heard of solar planes, for example. Yeah. Where are they? Or planes without windows. Planes without windows. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, they say that's better for the environment. Yeah. More streamlined, um, I suppose, isn't it? So the the, 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 the energy systems, mm. there's no, there doesn't seem to be many big differences in the energy system that planes use. Yeah. Uh, and we, you know, I don't think biofuels are very good either, to be honest with you, because they, you know, I want to understand it's, palm oil and they really have to look at electrical planes which are doing in norway that's and what Europe i heard is being to the nordic countries yeah, i'm yeah. sure you have heard of that yeah, yeah. um it's all um but you remember this, when they were talking about 10 in fact longer than that 20 years ago uh, about ships returning big ships yeah i'm mean, talking about uh, cargo cargo ships returning yeah. with a sail right these these modern very futuristic sails right i think some of them do use this technology really yeah, yeah. I think some of the Nordic countries. Uh, what's that big? Um... Guten. Ah. No, but that's more like cruise ships, though. But they have really sustainable cruise ships, from what I understand. No, but I think Maersk, Maersk, Maersk is Cargo it? is yeah. using some of these technologies. Oh, really? I, I may be wrong, but so one Maersk of... is becoming more sustainable. We hope so. I know mm. that they. We, we, it's we... one of the biggest companies in the world. I know. I would have loved to have involved them in my little project, but sure. uh... maybe it still comes. <laughs> But they're thinking about it. That's the thing, um, and they're also talking about clean, cleaner hulls. Cleaner hulls. Yeah, you know the bottom of the ship that, that impacts uh, that uh, interacts with the water. They're talking about ways of even the paint that they use. Right. Yeah. All all of these things. But um, I think that um, the public doesn't really get a sense of. You know, if you're going to have to travel, there's more travel nowadays than there was 80 years ago, 100 right. years ago. Yeah. No way around that one. And it's still growing. And it's still growing, and it's a growing yeah. industry. Well, so. but they say the growth is diminishing. So it means it's still growing, oh. but it's yeah. like the growth itself is like, okay. obviously okay. because of flight scam and whatever, people are not flying that much and not mm -hmm. traveling as much. They're thinking about traveling in their own country. Yeah. So it has an effect. Uh, it has an effect only on the growth. It's not actually that people are traveling less. No, right, right, right. The growth has diminished. So, well, the the other thing I've noticed is that um, the the hotels. I mean, I've stayed in a fair few hotels over the last six months. Sure, you have. <laughs> and um, I don't know what they. I, I didn't see a prolifer proliferation of solar roofs or no. 
or recycled water. I heard something as well the other day from a guy on the phone of the podcast here. He said he went to Morocco in a hotel. It was supposed to be like, you know, certified and everything. And he came into the room and the lights were on, the TV was on, the air conditioning was on like like a horrendous uh, temperature. Right, And right. That, that's not, that's not uh, very yeah, good. And then he, then he went out, he turned it all off and he uh, went out and he came back and it was the same thing again. Yeah, yeah. I th- that's not good. I think I think the, um, the products that... Um, Travelers consume have a, have a big part to play, and I haven't seen. I have to say, I haven't seen much difference in that. Yeah. Um, so Prince Harry is having an eco conference. Uh, he's hosting that. Okay. Over the next two weeks we in Scotland. Ah. Didn't know they were sustainable in Scotland. Oh. <laughs> I like Scotland. I love Scotland. I love Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> love the accent. Every time I call my bank, I don't understand a word of what they're saying. It's Halifax. I don't understand it. I'm looking forward actually to the next major project I do in places like Glasgow. Yeah. I enjoyed myself there. Not only enjoyed it because they paid me more than they paid me south of the border, although that's a point worth making. No, no, it was nice people. Um, you could see that think people were thinking about the environment in Scotland. Even yeah? That. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. So other topics, we will we rush through this really quickly, really. Uh, Venice is planning to spy on tourists uh, to control the numbers because of over-tourism. So they're going to intercept your data of uh, telephone cells and uh, they know where people come from, how long they stay, where they go. Probably what they do in London as well. They've got cameras everywhere here. Of course. No difference, right? No. So it's all good. No. Next one, a female tourist arrested for wearing a bikini on the beach in the uh-huh. Maldives. Uh, we don't have a problem with that. We don't wear bikinis. Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right. There we go. Um, no, but I hear about that one. I think that's just being sensitive to the the, the, the underlying culture you're in. You yeah, know? I think she you should know? be more sensitive. As well. Yeah. Yeah, the same as uh, if you go to Spain, you can't wear no shirt on the streets either. You have yeah, to put yeah. a shirt on. And, yeah. you know, same if you go to a restaurant, you have to put a shirt on. Yeah. I don't see a difference. No. To be honest with you. Uh, next, as uh, a passenger, we insisted on taking a samurai sword uh, on the plane as a carry-on. <laughs> have you ever done that? Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone I could I could take a samurai sword to nowadays without no? feeling conspicuous. Right. That's that, very that, sad. That, well, I could come up with a list, but I think that he was very brave to even think he could do it. Yeah. You know, so very smart. Some people take bombs on board as well. It's not very clever either. Yeah, I think. Not clever, no. uh, and the Chinese zookeeper was uh, killed by a sexually aroused elephant. Uh-uh. Have you ever had that? Are you talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh what can i say no that, that's unfortunate <laughs> joking aside i think that uh you know uh, <laughs> animals that are corralled and uh, they're feeling a little frisky yeah you know, i can get a bit hairy sometimes yeah. you know harry well, we talked about harry already uh, Harry's host, yeah harry is doing we, a eco, we, we like eco uh, summit in in scotland yes yeah we, we should go he's doing his best isn't he yeah he's trying yeah. something he left for canada it's all good isn't it i think whatever works for him and his <laughs> loved one you know, I just waiting to see his next child, man. You know, is it? Yeah. How many is he going to have? I can't tell Harry what to do. Oh, but he he told you, no? I wish he did tell me. You know, I have two, but uh, I have two. Yeah. Well, yeah, Harry, so it ha- must be two then. Yeah, it's got to be two. It's got to be two, not one. You know, it's got to be more than one. We, we, if we get to Scotland, we have a word with Harry. Yeah, we'll, we have a, we'll, we'll yeah. get him round. We'll tell him. And and if he ever decides to become an aroused elephant, we know <laughs> we can warn him. The, no, run uh, away, run away, run Harry. away! Don't run crush away. anybody. Yeah, no, sad, sad to hear with that um, zookeeper. The zookeeper, you know, it's Can't not happen. it's not easy, and and you know that's another. It's not easy being a zookeeper. 
Yeah, we'd arouse elephants around, that's for sure. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> um, no, that industry also needs a little rationalizing. So What, zoo? Zoos, yeah. Yeah, you don't like zoos? I, you know, I've walked around a few of them and I... I you think it's sad? I think it's very sad. Mm. I do. Yeah. There has to be another You know one. what? I think it's better than people going on the seas and starting to... You know, harass animals there or, or in the wilds, to be honest with you. Everyone just goes Maybe. there. It's not good either, is it? No, I, I think know. that, you know, I mean, they let you and me out on holiday to, to go to Trinidad and Guyana. Yeah. Let those animals out. See the wildlife there. Yeah, give them uh -huh. a chance. You uh -huh. know. Or, you know, I mean, if they wrote, if, if, if they, um, that part of the work that zoos do, I, don't know, I know this is about sustainability and tourism and so on, but if they let, they let the animal rotate them back into the wild. Right. Once they've solved whatever problem they're trying to solve, I don't think you, you mean can from the zoos after they've done the, the animals to put them back in the put them back. I in think the they wild. just just kill them, you know, oh. because there was like a, yeah, there was something in Sweden or something like that where all uh. the lions they had oh. too many of them or something like that, they just killed them off. That's sad. Well, you can't really put them back in the wild, can you? Yeah, you can introduce reintroduce them. There was, yeah, yeah, you can reintroduce them. Cost a lot of money, I'm sure. That's they the probably key. think about their the back pocket, right? That's probably the problem. But yeah. um, you know, to have a lion locked down in a cage all their life and then to yeah. dispatch them because you're bored or because I think zoos are becoming much more sustainable. I don't know. But maybe, maybe. Yeah. But there's nothing quite like home. Home? My home is not a zoo. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I just, I, I can remember even in, in Trinidad, I looked at the, the lions and I thought, oh. You looked at the lions in Trinidad? Yeah. My I, God, I, I looked the world's at, coming to it. I know, I know. I went in there. Yeah. I went once or twice with my children when they were small. I kept thinking, I do think those lions are not very happy down right. there. I must say the zoo in Cape Town was very nice. Well, they have all, all, the, all the different animals. They're all sponsored by businesses in the city. Oh. I thought they were really nice, actually, yeah. Are they jumping around? They look frisky. Yeah, it was a little bit outside of the town as well, so they had oh. more space and everything. I thought it was uh, very... I haven't been to London Zoo for like 30 years, so I wouldn't know that. Right. I've been here once, but that was a long time ago. And, yeah, I've been, I, I went to the um, one... Um, but I think they're becoming more sustainable as well, the zoos, aren't they? I don't, yeah, know, I, I, I don't know what they mean by that, first of all. Well, that's another matter. But no, I, 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 I'm just talking purely from... The impact has, I have felt looking into the eyes of those animals. You know, right. some of them didn't look very. They actually looked you into the eyes. They looked me in the eyes. My you know, God. it's like almost like family. Now. And, and this, these these weren't feeling frisky. These ones were looking. It <laughs> <laughs> was not. It was, was not a uh, an elephant which was uh, horny, basically. Then, is no, it? No, no. Yeah. They, these just no. look sad. They, they seemed like they had. A, they, there was other places they would rather be. Right. At this moment in time. Cool. And on that point, thank you very much for being here. My pleasure. Cheers. Take care. So that was the podcast with Courtney Harewood. Uh, great to have him on the show. Fantastic to have him in the studio here in Chiswick. Um, I will put all the links on the topics that we discussed in the show notes. Further info you can find uh, on podcast.earth and a travelcompanion.com. Uh, you've been listening to Peter de Vries and please tune in next time to a travel companion for the latest news on responsible travel. Yeah.